possibly the biggest lightweight drinker I've ever met. You pass out all the time when I was trying, trying to party trying to with you. you. Trying to get the blood going over there. Travel back in time to the 80s, reliving the peer pressure. I'm a nerd, and, uh, and I'm here tonight to stand up for the rights of other nerds. The health issues. I find out that I have, um, simplex 10. And the sensitivity. Like, all of a sudden, I don't feel like hanging out every night. I don't feel like hitting on women. I don't even feel like drinking milk out of the carton. Because just like you, we're stuck in the 80s. Can you say stuck in the 80s? Welcome to Stuck in the 80s. Hey, it's your old buddy here, Steve Spears with TampaBay.com. And with me, I got to admit, after last night's festivities, he doesn't look too good, Mr. Sean I'm I'm hurting a little bit. Yeah, you look a little green. My my teeth have sweaters on them. (laughs) The fans out there probably want to know what we were up to last night. Well, yesterday happened to be the birthday of our other co-host, Kathy Wass. Yes, hello. One year older and none the wiser. (laughs) So, you? You got me beat? How old are you? 36. Really? Yeah. I'm older than that. Yep. So Sean and I do what we always do on Kathy's birthday. We, <laughs> Which is not take me out. No, we go, we camp out in her backyard with a tent in a tent, and we drink uh, apple schnapps all night long. Oh, <laughs> apple so, schnapps. Uh, I don't think they're agreeing too well with Mr. Sean. He looks. Are uh, we really going to perpetuate that lie there? Are we going <laughs> to... I wouldn't be caught dead with you in a tent. Yeah, I was going to say that's a Pitching a tent with scary. Steve. I think I rented that once. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was out. You were out. I have a rough stretch coming up. I have to review the My Chemical Romance show tonight. I'm working on three hours sleep. Then I got to talk to elementary school kids in the morning. Teach them what not to do. What not to do. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So, But I'm ready. I'm geared up. It's been a while. The 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 band, We got the band back together. Yep. yep. Um, ready. And have we told them what this show is no, about? No, no. And, uh, That'd the, be good. The opening song probably didn't help you much. This <laughs> it's is, a whole st- yeah. segment on Dead or Alive That's and that. Pete Burns. Ep- part one of our Dead or Alive series. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're doing the one-hit wonders of 1985, and it would not be complete without that little classic from Dead or Alive. When I came in and I saw uh, uh, there was a picture of a beautiful blonde woman on the <laughs> yes. table, but I, when I was looking at it, it was upside down. I said, is that Scarlett Johansson? And, and Kathy say, said, no, it's... Pete Burns. <laughs> yes. Uh, Pete Burns, the lead singer of uh, Dead, Dead or Alive. Alive who um, is still very popular in the UK. Was the, does he still perform as Pete Burns? What's his? Um, does he have a new name now that he's? Uh, yeah, no, well, he's not quite a she, because I've seen some pictures and um, he's just androgynous. So. Oh really? Yeah, because on the website there's a shirtless picture of him, and there would be no breasts. So, he's just him. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Kathy is wearing these really uh, <laughs> professorial specs. Yes, I am. Right now, normally when you say breasts, I really get into it, but now I, now I feel like it's just, it feels, I feel it feels like, like you're looking at Hermione from Harry Potter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, stop! What do you? Why do you keep saying that? Give me a break. Anyway, no. Um, oh, so he's just. Like, he so he's still Pete Burns. He's still Pete Burns. Um, he was actually married for over twenty years. They just got excellent. divorced last year, and now oh, he has so a boyfriend. So. 
And he, I guess he was on Celebrity Big Brother over in the UK, so he's really popular over there now. One name of the one, like, name second one other songs most that Alive did. Besides that one? No, I can't remember. And you know, I've seen them Can at concert. Uh, I think Robotica. <laughs> I like to say that. But you see him at concert? I and you still can't? Them. Name no. Them? Uh, the only thing I can remember is he did the most, it was probably the worst 60 minutes of my life ever. They were hideous. He's, oh. First of all, I don't know if anyone, we have the picture here. I don't know if you've seen, but his lips are about the size of a small car now. They're huge. Collagen. Collagen, but no, actually lip implants because he's suing his doctor because apparently they went hideously wrong and he's had like hundreds of surgeries. He's had tons of cosmetic surgery. But um, they were on, I saw them at the Parthenon probably eight years ago now. So it wasn't in the height of their popularity. But basically, that was the one song I remember, and they did this awful cover of Rebel Rebel. Awful. (laughs) Awful. And it was mostly lip syncing, and then afterwards, Pete was talking to someone kind of, like, I was coming back from the bathroom, and he's kind of off the side of the stage there, but like within the club, and he's just yelling at this person, oh my god, I need my Xanax, I need my Xanax, where is it? Where is my Xanax? So... So really, He's the fact little... that they're included on this particular list today is really the least of their problems. Yes, yes. Fantastic. And he also had some problems with the law recently, I hear, about a gorilla coat. A what? <laughs> a gray. <laughs> on Celebrity Big Brother, I guess he had a coat that he said was made out of gorilla. And so they confiscated it and tested it, and it was made out of actually, it was made out of monkeys. Right. Which are Much illegal better. in the UK, but then they um, determined that it was probably made in the 30s or 40s. So before <laughs> then, it wasn't illegal, and he didn't have... This guy's the... a train wreck. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, I, I should say real quick, I was at another party this past weekend, and... Uh, I knew which one. Yes. Yes, I yeah. wasn't able to go. I was hoping yeah. to see you there. We talked about you. I know, but anyway, I know. I was I had at this other party, and um, I, was, I was talking to some people, and I went over, and I said... Uh, I said, hi, I'm, I'm Sean Daly. I introduced myself to a woman. She's like, I know who you are. I recognize your voice. <gasps> really? And I said, my voice? She's like, yeah, I'm a big fan of Stuck in the 80s. No way. So I knew it was you just because from your voice. <gasps> and then she went off on how sexy your voice was. Really? Yeah, Who's she this? Said, she's like, oh, my God, Kathy has the sexiest voice. I'm like, I know, isn't it? And uh, I said, what about my voice? My voice is kind of sexy. Cricket, 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 cricket. cricket. <laughs> yeah. I just kept mingling. And then I said, and what about Steve? And she's like, who's Steve? <laughs> who's Steve? You know, you have a very big mouth, sir. No, but it was really that she... Yeah, you, I so you have fans Chet. everywhere. Everyone, oh. And Steve, we get emails all the time. People just loving Kathy, but I just wanted to tell that story. Just listen oh, to you talk. That's a great story. You. I haven't yeah. heard that one. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so here's how the show works. We will play you a song that we do not know is coming up ourselves, and we'll react to it, and uh, you can debate along at home whether or not you think these are the one-hit wonders of 85. And somewhere in between, we'll have a little uh, Name That 80s tune, which we haven't done in a while. That'll be enjoyable. Oh, yeah. Good. Very enjoyable. (laughs) And uh, until then, here's the next of our one-hit wonders from 1985. Ah, The Firm. Yes, Radioactive. I gotta admit, I hate that song. No, I love that song. God, I, oh. There's only one super group I ever liked, and that was Asia. 
I know I get ridiculed for that, but yeah, traveling Wilburys, dude. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Come on. Oh, what? What? They're okay. We're gonna do a whole podcast about the traveling Wilburys. I just got an email from Rhino Records that they um are repackaging um like. Of the Traveling Wilburys albums because they've been out of print. So yeah. they're going to have those two. Then they're going to have a third disc of all these other songs they did, bonus oh, cuts. Oh, sweet. Yeah, it looks really, really great. So. Oh, Sorry, awesome. Steve. Back to the, the yeah, firm. Yeah, back to the firm. Does anyone remember who was in it? Yes. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> did it have to be... Uh, uh, that was... Uh, uh, Jimmy Page. Long, Long John Silver. Long John... John Paul Jones. Uh, Paul Rogers from Bad Company was the singer. Okay. You had uh, what uh, the guy from Uriah Heep, Chris Slade. Yeah. Well, I think went on to to play with ACDC. Okay. And uh, they broke up after two albums. Yeah. Good riddance, the firm. But I think they had radioactive, but they also had like a slower song, yeah. right? A bluesy thing that Jimmy paid. The video was like in like a swampy all roadhouse. All the King's Horses? Was it All the King's Horses? Or nah, Satisfaction thought, Guaranteed? Maybe Satisfaction Guaranteed, yeah. right? And then uh, Jimmy Page is like playing the guitar with the, the um, Jack Daniels b- bottle, I think. Uh, I admire the effort. Jimmy. Yeah, I tried. Yeah, no. Number 73 in the charts was Satisfaction. Have we ever had anyone vomit on the show? Probably from listening to the show. Yes. But I don't think I, At home, we have I many listeners vomiting, but not actually in the studio. So oh, get your Today acid reflux under control and listen to this next tune. Okay. <laughs> Hello, it's Allison Moyer. Still drawing a blank. Draw- okay, first of all, I don't even know how she could be a one-hit wonder when she was when in... When she didn't have any hits. Well, yeah, that's no- my point. She was in Yaz. Hello. What's the, what, is the, what is that song called? Invisible. Oh, I can <laughs> honestly say that's the first time I ever heard that song. Well, yeah. that's because you weren't in the into the Brit pot like I was. We're, we're heavy on the Brit pop today, and you'll see. Those are my strengths. But yeah. Lead singer of what are your weaknesses? Uh, yes. uh, all that crap that Steve likes. <laughs> <laughs> She's got her A game today. Yeah, you are. You're hot. You're hot. You're carrying yep. the show good. But um, I actually have. Oh, and I can't remember what year it came out. But I have a solo album of Allison's called Who Do, that is absolutely brilliant. And I dare you to challenge me. Well, I can't because I can't. I yeah. don't even know who we're But maybe our about. listeners remember it. Who do? It yeah, if, awesome. you're, if you're a big fan of Allison Moyer, give us a send us shoot us an email and uh, defend Kathy's honor. Yeah, because until then, uh, they're Sean not. and I are going to put this one in the in the not in the one hit wonderland, but in the never heard of land. Never heard of land. So sure, Allison. Surely we have some tunes on this show that we've actually. Oh, heard she was of. married to Vince Clark too. You know, and yes. No, they were. Married. Oh, the guy from Depeche Mode. Yeah. Oh, and they were go. in Yas together. Ah, okay, starting to come clear. And then he went on to Erasure. Wow. There you so, go. There you There's go. There's the history of Britpop right there. Yeah. See you next week here on Stuck in the 80s. <laughs> My God. You could, you could easily say that Vince Clark, like, single-handedly has been in probably some of the most influential Britpop bands just by himself, you know, just him. You could probably link him to anyone in Britpop. Sean looks like he's going to... He couldn't care I'm less not sure. That. I think he's going to explode or something. I don't know what that is. No. A, a I demand look. another song. Here we go. Fine.
Wow, that's so much better than Allison Moye. Thanks don't for that. Mock, don't mock the hard rock lady. If Sh- you brought me some decent hard rock, Sean I wouldn't almost, have to mock. Sean almost woke up on that song. Mm. Sean, who is that? Uh, that was autographed with the song, I Shouldn't Have Had That Meatball Song. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, that's my song. That's your song. Oh. Boy. What was I thinking eating a meatball sub? You weren't thinking. What's the number one hangover food, Steve Spears? Egg McMuffins. Really? Yep. Trust How me. do you feel about the sausage corned biscuit? Corned beef hash. <laughs> oh, no. I'm going to puke. Why do you have to I say corned beef hash? That is good. Because I'm having it tomorrow for oh, my birthday breakfast at Skyway Jack's. Sick. Oh, I like Skyway Jack's. I know. Autograph. Turn up the radio. Turn up. Yeah, it would have been nice if you actually heard that part of the song. But <laughs> you did hear that part of the song. Yeah, Ooh, why don't you okay. listen to the show? <laughs> hey, anyway, this was an LA band that rose to prominence. Uh, they used to open for Van Halen on Van Halen's 1984 tour. Yeah, I remember my cousins. Wow. Uh, my cousins had the vinyl album. Wow, what's really bizarre was they weren't even signed at the time of that tour. So that's that's pretty cool. I mean, '84. I mean, let's see. Um, God, what was Van Halen touring with on 84? Um, <laughs> I'm on 1984. How about you get it? <laughs> nah, nah, you're trying to cover for it now. You, you were, no just so you know, that wasn't a joke. He totally couldn't He's remember edit, that they were touring that on 1984. No, I you better keep smart. it to make him look smart. Hmm. What were the, what were they touring for in 1984? Hmm. I can't remember. Hmm. I couldn't have phrased it anymore. Obviously, how old was Steve in 1984? Uh, Thirty. <laughs> Again. Um, and 65, Steve was 17. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they're still actually around. They uh, came out with a new line in 2002. You probably actually remembered the summer of 69, unlike Brian Adams, right? I was two right? years old. I was mm-hmm. two years old. You remember it. You were playing. Anyway, what's next on the list? Okay, go for it. Wow. What can you say? Lamal hitting that high note. I can never repeat it. That was so atrocious. It, no, you it's know, great. I, it's 80s pop at its no, best. I was, I, I was still talking about the meatball stuff. <laughs> I, I loved Kajagugu. I love Lamal. He was cute. But God, is that a piece of crap. Yeah, it's oh really my Lord. That was the theme song for the movie, right? Yes. I never saw yeah, the movie. Yeah, and they played that on the 1984 tour. No, <laughs> 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 what a bitch. I can't believe I... We chose her to be here. We get this kind of abuse. Yep. A lot of people don't know that Lamal later joined um, the Harlem Globetrotters. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Really? Lamal, a.k.a. Curly oh, Neal. Wow. Curly <laughs> Neal. <laughs> I'm so hallucinating. No, no. He was with uh, Kajagugu for a very, very short time, actually, yes. right? Well, yeah, and they had a big blowout, and he left and uh, went on and said, I, I'm so much better than all of you, and I will have this awesome solo career, and um, no. there you go. He was actually in, uh, he took part in a musical reality show on German TV called Comeback. Yeah, and he also Diddy? appeared on uh, no, <laughs> <laughs> and he also appeared on a, on a show in the UK called "Hit Me Baby One More Time." All right, oh. we that, that show ran over here as well. Yeah, we have, we have a US version too. So. Yeah, not as um, good. But I hey. love it when they do that when they bring these guys back from from obscurity for that I kind know. of stuff. That's, did they on VH1? Did they try to um, reunite Kajagugu or was there too much bad blood? 
no, no popular demand for it, I believe. Is there. <gasps> How can you say that? You know no. there was. Actually, there would have been. You know, I used to love that show, Reunite the Band of VH1. I, I don't know what happened to it, why they stopped doing it. I mean, that was the only reason I watched VH1. I know. Was for that. I'm still mad about the Frankie Goes to Hollywood episode where they didn't. They got him back together, but they didn't actually play. That's because he's an... <sighs> no, they are great. What's his name, Frankie? What was his name? No, um, Holly Johnson. Holly, Holly Johnson. It's because yeah. he's an ass. No, he he's was great. A, oh, come on! You know they didn't. They didn't get back together because of him. I know. Well, he had better things to do. Did you ever see them in concert? Yes, I did. Wow. Well, 1985, actually. Yeah. At uh, the uh, High Life Fronton in Tampa. Oh, that's right. That's right. They Excellent played the High Life. I don't even think I could get in because you had it to be 18. It, to get no, in. no, you didn't because I wasn't 18 at the time. Still. Oh, so only when you actually play <laughs> High Life. Because when when you would have to go and I got yeah, snuck that, in. Yeah, if you were to go see Highline. I have never seen Highline. Yeah. The actual okay. sport of Highline. Yeah, I did. But, I uh, snuck in. Really? Yeah. I hear it's impossible to bet on. Yeah, I, you know. I just watched. I couldn't. Well. And and for, and for that matter, Frankie Goes to Hollywood's Relax did come out in 1985, but I have vetoed them appearing I know, on the show. I wanted them to, but he's whole, claiming two tribes counts as... Yeah, it totally counts. Yeah, it totally counts. Okay, Plus, well... They're we, going to be their own show. We're doing our own I've Frankie show. I've got some arguments about someone else on this list then. Uh, <laughs> okay, is it this band right here? Is indeed a one-hit wonder. No, they're not. They technically were a two-hit wonder. What was their other hit? Three-hit uh, wonder. Three-hit wonder. Got, one. Yeah, because well, they did the sun always shines on TV, and they also did the Bond song the Living, Living Daylight. And let me tell you, they were huge when I was oh, in Norway. Right. Oh, that's right. Here we go. There were uh, some host twins. sister Trina. We mean twins. <laughs> well, there's another okay. story there that we don't have time for. My host sister Trina uh, and my host uh, brother Tor, <laughs> we went to the Norwegian premiere of The Living Daylights oh. because Aha did the theme yeah, song exactly. and Aha was there. Oh, they were there. I love them. I saw them. And Trina, Trina and I kind of cozied up and, mm-hmm. no, in your really. dreams. Really, yeah. I saw them at. And the, the next Mahaffey day is Theater. when is was, was the famous "Mama No" incident. <laughs> oh no! That's still probably the most favorite story in stuck in the eighties lore, the uh, "Mama No" story. But what, if what people want to hear the "Mama No" story, they can go back to the. It's the ACDC versus oh, Guns N' Roses, Roses episode. episode. Right. So okay. go back to that one. It's probably about a year old now. Maybe but I should, Sean tells the story I as if it were yesterday, year, like yes. this yeah. was the night before Christmas. <laughs> right. Mama, no. Mama, no. And but Trina, uh, it's funny, uh, Trina was topless for the screening as well. In all my memory, she's just topless all the time. Uh-huh. The Strums. Sure. Tina Strum. Trina Strum. What's weird is one of our fans who lives in Norway actually located her and sent us... She didn't locate her, yeah, really? Yeah, they did. They sent, they sent... Did she marry Fruta? <laughs> I don't know. They located her and sent what they thought was her phone number and address to us. Holy About six crap. months ago, and I forwarded it to you, and we, we sat there and debated... Whether or not we should contact her, but and we and I think we decided against it. I don't want to look hard back. to explain that I on the, on the company back. phone bill. Can't look back. The, she'd be like, Sean, who? 
Sean Reed. And you'd be crushed knowing that she's not even a memory. She doesn't remember me. I'm that goofy American, you know? Oh, that I'm sure you remember. Goofy American Summer. <laughs> That'd be a great movie. That was a 1979 <laughs> movie with Ron Howard. <laughs> oh. My I, wish so I, anyway. I wish I had the energy to spin a new Norwegian yarn. No. I taught a bunch of Norwegians how to play baseball once. It was, heart- it was a heartwarming montage. <laughs> okay. Field of dreams. Right. No, I did. But they couldn't uh-huh. hit the ball. That would crush these monstrous <laughs> shots and run, run around the bases. And they'd be like, you know, ya tu la cala. <laughs> is that really like, I'm like, are you, what does that mean? Nah, yeah, Vora Tour Lettern is where's the toilet <laughs> in Norwegian. But ya un is nothing. Nothing. <laughs> That's just authentic frontier gibberish. Like right, my please, friend who did God, play, I'm, I'm dying here. Play it dying. Song. Anyway, no. Oh, oh wait, what? you want to talk about? Oh, no, uh-huh. I love. Well, you want to hear? You want to play? They the were huge, tune. by the way. Yeah, they're like, they're like, they, they were. were when I was over there, it was like, and, they're still and huge. So when I they're went still over big there, there. That's the thing. They always one of the first questions these new people I meet were like, "How big is Aha in America?" I know, and they don't. You know, they played Live Eight. Yes. Yeah. Where in Berlin? Well. The- there you go. Wait, you, you're, like, oh, you're looking at us like you want to fight us or something, no, Specs. No, I'm just saying. I'm just <laughs> Stop calling me that. I, don't, I wouldn't hit a girl anyway, in class. No, anyway. but I saw them. I was so excited. I saw them at Mahaffey Theater, and I had front row seats. And that I place was only right has there. five rows of seats. I, no. I, what, it's, it was an intimate setting, and I touched <laughs> Morton Harkett. I think I grabbed his knee at one point. I was so excited. God, this is sad. You know what's <laughs> funny? VH1, or is MTV or VH1 lists... Um, take on me as they're, I think they're number three one hit wonder of all time. Well, think so it's about not the just video me. too. What's the the video one? was so groundbreaking at the God. time. Come on, the number one. I actually know that. A thousand miles by Vanessa Carlton. Oh, okay. She's too young though. You got to give her. Wasn't that like her first album? Yeah. Don't you have to give her a little yeah, time? I think. so. Yeah, it's a little too soon. I don't know what you know. They your was, career should be dead for at least five, ten years before you're considered a one hit wonder. Yeah, I think so. Number two, Tainted Love by Soft. Oh, Slow. I can't believe that wasn't number. Number one. three, Come On Eileen by Dexy's Midnight. That Runners. should be number one. Let's see, Mickey by Tony Basil. Oh yeah, those uh, are all very. Ice good. Ice Baby by Vanilla Ice. Those are all there. I don't like that vanilla ice inclusion because it samples uh, under pressure. Yeah, I, I just like that he's being revealed as as the fraud that he is. Anyway, what's next in our list? What do you got against vanilla ice? Miami Vice. Ah. You know what that makes me think of? The immortal Chase Squires. Oh, oh Chase. I know. Hi, I love Chase. Chase. He's we probably like you. running from like a mountain lion right now as he I listens know. to this podcast. <laughs> I know it. Chase used to be the TV critic here at the Times and since left to go to Denver to be a reporter. Now he is a public relations person with the University of Denver, I believe. And he did. He sat down with us about a year and a half ago, and did probably one of, one of the top five episodes of Stuck in the Eighties when we did the Stuck when we did the Miami Vice show. Fond memories. People yes. still talk about it, right? They do, yeah. of course. It's one of the best ones we've done. That and Michael Jackson. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. Duran Duran was good as well. But uh, so anyway, so Jeez. Miami Vice theme comes out by was it Jan Hammer? Jan Hammer. Yeah, yeah, I had it on forty-five. Can you really consider like a TV theme song to be, you know? A, a legitimate song. I mean, there are no words. 
I mean, was it really meant to be? I, well, mean, I, I know it was like it hit the charts. I, actually, I think I know. I I think that's probably the more amazing thing was that it was actually a hit. I mean, you don't see like the facts of life on the charts. Well, because so. that one sucked. Well, <laughs> anyway, what else we have? Surely we have some some songs that are truly horrid. Hardcastle, my friends. No, 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 nineteen. <laughs> so, what do we know about Paul Hardcastle? Well, he was. This is when. This is his solo phase because he <laughs> broke up uh, with Hardcastle and McCormick. Oh man, I was going to make that Brian joke. Keith fans <laughs> out there, Brian yes. Keith in the house. <laughs> Brian Keith, oh, how we miss you. I love that show. I Hard- know me that too. theme song was great. Hey, hey, eighties land. Uh, <laughs> if anybody can get me like uh, that, Hardcastle and McCormick theme song. Because somebody hooked me up with the Bionic Woman oh, episode. Did you which, hear about no, this? No, which, what, what was it? What no, was it? Somebody, I looked yeah. and looked. Who, do you I remember looked. who? I, I feel terrible now. I don't know who uh, one of our, our One of our listeners was. from the 70s show that we did a few yeah. weeks ago did know what Sean was talking about. Because I was completely convinced he was on acid when he was talking and what, about it. what was it? Six's friend, maybe. Six's friend from New yeah, York? Yeah, I think it was Six's friend mm-hmm. from It was a brilliant email. I should, I'll read it next show. But it, okay. this person remembered the, the Bionic Woman episode where it Jamie Summers. It wasn't Jamie Pyramid, Summers, was it? That was the closest. Thing I could come to. You're thinking of another Jamie song. <laughs> we have such problems. Anyway, where she's trapped in the maze building with like Doomsday and was Alex it, the computer. It was, was awesome. It, which episode was it? Was it the pyramid? That was the closest thing I could come up to. You don't even know, do you? We don't even know what you're talking about now. I see your lips moving, but I'm not quite sure what's coming out. I wanted to know which episode it was. Well, that's the whole thing, is that I didn't know if I had imagined it or not, okay. and somebody said I wasn't imagining it. It was terrifying. And then the, this great uh, listener explained it, that then Alex, the evil computer, was going to, it was like the doomsday factor or something like that, and it was going to flood this building, and then, but okay. uh, 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 um, by a woman escapes in time. It was awesome. It was it, great. It was it the greatest thing that's ever come from this show. Well, besides our friendship. <laughs> If which I is dangling may, by a thread. If I so, may bring it back to Paul Hardcastle, Hardcastle for a please minute. do. The only thing I know about this song See, you don't know anything is that it sucks. <laughs> no, I liked it. I and you can't get it out of your head once, you, once you've yeah. heard it a couple times. Thanks. Thanks for that. But um, it's, uh, the stuttering samples you hear are from a television narrator, Peter Thomas, from a 1984 documentary called Vietnam Requiem. Oh. So that's what you're Was hearing. Was any related to relation to Max Hedrum? Can you just, producer, can you turn off mic number two for the rest of the show? And when she contributes something valuable, we will turn it back on. Oh, wow. I'm still waiting for you to provide something valuable to this episode. So where is it? My mere presence should be enough. Mm -hmm. Anyway, what else we have?
There you go. There's a song oh, for you. Are you happy now? I am. I love Scritty Politty. You're going to catch a lot of crap, too, for calling them one-hit wonders. Yeah. Well, in the U.S., in they fact, definitely were. Well, well, they just had a new album that was yes, in fact, rave reviews. Was, new Yorker did a story, I think. New York yeah. Times. Wink and I, I just reviewed toured. a Scritty Politty album for the paper, actually. For uh, When was that? Um, it was Anami and Bonami. So it would have been several years ago now, but that was a great album too. So. Is that when the lovely and talented Gina Vivanetto was? Yes, and she would give yes. you work. I would, yes, I got some work. Yep, I was nice. reviewing. I saw Gina time. the other night. Eighties Land. Uh, people who who listen to our uh, older shows, Gina was the original co-host with Steve, and I saw her the other night. Um, and it was nice. It was good. She looks awesome. Yeah, doesn't she? She yeah. looks really, yeah. really good. She was a little uh, shifty with me though. Didn't really spend a lot of time with him, but there were a lot of people at the party. Yeah, but it was she nice. We talked for a bit. She's far yeah. more popular than you are, probably. Yes. So, well, yeah, she, she couldn't spend too much time with you. She's far. She is far more popular than I am. But I did all right. Oh, I got. Uh, I have a story, but I'll tell it. No, time. come on. I had a woman approach me at the party. Really, man! And I, I was can't talking believe to, I missed this party. I was the forever fiance was home with Kid, Kid Lulu, so I was like, you mm, know, like a pant- flying solo. <laughs> I look. Anyway, so um, <laughs> what was I go that? to this point. I got my fancy uh, uh, Magnum PI, you know, uh, Time Bahama shirt on. So I'm looking good. I uh, glued <laughs> some uh, hair to my chest, and about that, I was like talking to these these, these two women, and uh, we're having a nice conversation. And another woman comes over, and she kind of interrupts us. She's she's like, "Excuse me, are you Sean Daly?" And so my confidence is sky high. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I'm Sean Daly, you know. But I always kind of look around like, all right, someone's screwing with me here, yeah, you know. And she's like, she's like, well, you know, I, I read your, I, I read your stuff in the in the St. Pete Times. I'm like, oh yeah, are, you know, do you, uh, how am I doing? Do you like it? She's like, uh, some of it. Oh. And so all of a sudden I was like, ew, you know, we know this is about. I'm you know, starting to get the flop sweat. And the two girls I was talking to before, like, kind of laughing, uh-huh. like he's about to get it. And I'm yep. like, and she's like, I, I just want to ask you one question: Do you play an instrument? Uh oh. And I'm like, I'm like, no, I, I don't, I don't play an instrument. She's like, then what gives you the right <gasps> to criticize? I'm like, hold on a second. I'm like, listen, does a food critic have to be a chef? Does a film critic have to be a director? You know, and she was like, she pretty much didn't care about me saying yeah. that, and she's kind of kicking well, off true, on me. Though. So I mean, it was like it was, yeah, it was really. Um, and then I started doing the whole hum and a hum, and I was getting flustered. And the two girls were, you know, and, wow. yeah, but it was kind of. I felt. Did real, she play? An I felt kind of a uh, little bit of a whiff of celebrity until it all came crashing down yeah, around me. See. That's what I get. Oh my God! Can that actually be the sound of name that '80s tune? When's the last time we did that? Uh, I believe I was only on my 65th birthday. (laughs) Yeah, believe you guys. He was just collecting Social Security. We haven't done one of these since back in the days when we had Dave Morrison as the producer. But uh, Dave is gone, and now we have the great Debbie as the producer, and uh, she knows none of the name that '80s tunes. So we're going to start from zero almost, really, and that's going to be nice for a change. Anyway, this is a segment where. We play a snippet from a song from the 80s, and if you know the name of the song and the artist, you email us, and you possibly win a prize. I say possibly because I don't know what I've got left in the prize pack back there anymore, but at least we will <laughs> announce your name on the, the podcast next week, and you'll achieve international fame and glory. So anyway, this is this week's tune. Okay, I'm completely baffled. I have no idea which one, what song that is. Anybody? Nope. Sean? 
No, I was just thinking that uh, um, don't you refer to your pants as the prize pack? <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, oh. Debbie. Sorry, oh. Debbie. I haven't been working blue with Debbie there. I, I love her, but I'm trying. But I can't. Come on. That's good. Like <laughs> Sorry. Puppy. Hey, there's the puppies that we've been waiting for. Drink, everyone. Anyway, if you think you know the name of the song, email us at stuckinthe80s at tampabay.com. Tune in next week or the next show and find out if you are a wiener. Hey, guys. Greg Jones, Hampton, South Carolina. Have you sworn off the podcast? Have you given it up for Lent? can't stand to be in the room together? Uh, or maybe did you just catch bronchitis from Roger Daltrey? Hey, guys, we miss you. We're all stuck in the 80s. Where are y'all? Ah, oh, hey, Greg. That's, yeah. a, that's a great one. That was. I'm Thanks, always Greg. shocked how good these people are, leaving the fan greetings. I know. Very they well couldn't. done. Yeah, we did take a short break from the uh, podcast for about a month there. Had a lot of stuff going on. We just couldn't uh, resist. We had to get back at it. Kathy and yeah. I started dating, yeah. broke up. Broke it was up. very acrimonious. Yeah. Started dating again, yeah, exactly. <laughs> broke, up, broke again. up again. But now we've, we're going it's to a like, counselor and we're uh, yeah. we're getting along much it's better like now. Recording the recording of rumors over here. We're very Fleetwood <laughs> Mac. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, we're having you back. So there'll be less Stuck in the 80s yes, podcast. There will. Two a month instead of probably yeah, four. Yeah, probably two a month. Sometimes so. we'll surprise you with more, but they'll be more action-packed. And there'll yes. be much more nudity than before. <laughs> yeah. We promise that. This is the year, we're told, that Kathy finally shows the navel ring. Oh. You've seen it. Wait, no, oh, wait, you dispelled that myth and said you have not seen her no, navel ring. No, I've seen it. Very clearly have seen it. You know what? I, it's like Norm's wife on Cheers. I don't want to see the new <laughs> ring. It'll run the show. So let's talk about the song there for a second that was playing underneath uh, the fan <laughs> greeting. Was up on me. I might have seen something down there. Yep. I lost the bottom button on my shirt, so my navel ream was exposed earlier today, but yeah, I, I've got really a safety up. pin going. Yeah, there we go. That was general public tenderness. Yes. I love that song. It is but, a good song. Yeah, it is. They were kind of a one-hit wonder, yeah. weren't they? You know what it always reminds me of? It reminds me of the end of uh, Weird Science, you know, when Gary and uh, Wyatt drop off their girlfriends, you know, after the night of debauchery and stuff. And they, I think the song plays in the background. Oh, that's right. That's right. So uh, it, it's funny because the song, that's kind of what kind of cued the pop. I think it was actually released a few years earlier than that. I think it might have been a 1982 song by General Public. And, but it didn't hit the charts till 85 but with that because, movie. Oh, yeah. see. Give see. John Hughes credit again. Again. We don't talk about him enough. Yeah. Yeah. But, it's because uh, you really don't like him, though. I love John Hughes. He's the whole reason we do the show. One of these days, he will wow. be on our show as a guest. <laughs> Sean, and, and did you notice attack. that? Did did Steve lose his sarcasm meter or something? <laughs> Does he just is he just out of it? What's going on? Well, what's going on? You're saying he's wow, and you so <laughs> yeah. I was telling you another <laughs> word. <laughs> okay, here I am alone <laughs> doing stuck, stuck in the eighties. Carrying stuck in the eighties. I just like here. to apologize for being a little under the weather. It's my own fault. Yes, it is. But I'm trying to play the no part of the rock sympathy writer. Here. This song will make you feel better. That's supposed to make me feel better? Yeah. 
Um, it, it is supposed to make you feel. It doesn't. Mm. No, it makes me feel okay, forlorn. Let's put it this way. I'm going to put this out here right now. I absolutely love Amy Mann until yeah. Tuesday, but you never play a song by them to make you feel better. That's no. just not in the vocabulary. I like her stuff for the uh, uh, Paul Thomas Anderson. Oh, yeah. His movies. Yeah. So we did, uh, she did the one, Magnolia. Magnolia. Yeah. Magnolia. Yo, oh, just so everyone out there knows that, I, Steve did not know that earlier. I had to bring this so, so says he you. He did not even know you who the man of one. was. He, like, he had no idea. Is the yeah, sure. It was off no. my... Yeah. No, he didn't. I'm all he there. doesn't have an I'm idea. With that. Steve is the loneliest Steve. number. <laughs> Steve put this on here for One Hit Wonder, and I was like, but I love Till Tuesday. Like, er, I think, personally, you, t- Voices Carry might be one of their weakest songs, but it was the one hit. You, I mean, you guys act I like, you guys act like I'm choosing now. the songs. I, mean, I actually no. go on research, and I find oh, out. Oh, I know you did, but you had I go to lists no. of One Hit Wonders, and these are I all know. there. I'm not, I'm not like this this jerk here in Tampa, Florida who says, I hate Till Tuesday and I throw this no, song out No, you didn't even know who Till Tuesday First of all, we're in St. Petersburg. Yeah. Damn it. Nobody Steve. knows where St. Petersburg is so from now on we're in Tampa. Oh, it's cold. It's cold. That would be wrong. That would be mis- <laughs> misguiding our uh, I gotta go take there. a nap. I know. And you guys are starting to get grumpy so I think it's time to wrap this one up. Because we're thinking of dating again and it's really um, <laughs> It's kind of hard to be in the same room. It's hard to be in the same room because it it's you tough. Know, we've seen it's each other room. on Natural and yeah. it's hard to keep our hands off each other. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to end with now, what do you think of Paul Young as a one-hit wonder? Yeah. 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 He had that uh, one other song. Oh, come back and stay. Yeah, which I actually loved better than. Actually, song. I like love. I the love. Co- you love know, Kathy, you're such a hipster. You're like, oh, I used to love till Tuesday until voices carried. No, and they sold out. No, no, I that's not, like you. No, yeah. no, I'm not saying that. That was their one big hit, but their everything's different now. Is an incredible album, and they just know. I mean. People always just remember him for Voices Carry. And some people don't realize that Amy Mann went on to this awesome career. She went on to marry Michael Penn. That's right. And oh, I love the version. Uh, Amy Mann and Michael Penn, uh, two of us on the oh, I yeah. Am Sam soundtrack, mm-hmm. all the Beatles covers. It's great. I, I am still a little mad at Amy, but I got over it after I met her and because um, I saw her a couple times here in Tampa. But I went all the way out to Boulder to see her play, and Michael Penn was opening, and it was also Joe Jackson on the bill. That's a good bill. And Amy had an ear infection, and she had to cancel, but then Michael canceled because he was nursing her back to health. So here I am all the way out in Denver. and uh, How was Joe Jackson? Absolutely incredible. It was probably the last, because I don't think he will do any of his pop stuff anymore. I think he gave it up, but this was... he. I was happy just for that. It, he made up for Good. it. So I'm not as mad at Amy anymore. So it's really been a therapeutic show, if nothing It else. has. It has been. Sean, you want a pillow? You ready oh, to call man, it quits? It's going to be a long night. <laughs> hey, remember, Hardcastle McCormick theme song. Yeah, yes. we need that. Send Somebody it to stuck in Anyway, we're going to end with uh, what we all consider to be Paul Young's best song. No, we just no, said, we just are you said not, no. to this Are you show listening either? to this podcast? I was like, You're thinking of sausages, aren't you? Wow. <laughs> We They're said doing come back and stay. Dance in your head. <laughs> wow. Anyway, here's he the last. An I think the sausage dance is part of the prize package. <laughs> oh, puppies! <laughs> okay, then this is the song we're ending with, and there's no other way around it because until okay. then we're here, stuck in the '80s. Ciao.
Stuck in the 80s is produced by the St. Petersburg Times and TampaBay.com. To read our blog, go to blogs.tampabay.com slash 80s. Email us at stuckinthe80s at tampabay.com. And remember to subscribe to the podcast at iTunes. Be careful. Take a-